0: Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Sean Smith. The opportunity to become a radio station owner doesn't present itself every day. Well, today is one of those days. And the opportunity is two FM radio stations in beautiful Nipawin, Saskatchewan. Norm and Trina Rudock have spent two decades following their dreams, owning and running a station in small-town Canada. And during the pandemic, they added a second station to their portfolio. Now, Norm and Trina are about to retire and are preparing to sell, maybe to you. Listen as they paint a picture of life serving a fast-growing community and following their passion. Norm, Trina. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, it's great to be here, Sean. Thanks for having us.
2: Yes, and uh, thanks for having us. Uh, We're uh, uh, excited.
0: You guys have uh, built two great radio stations, CJNE, The Storm, and CITJ, Core Country. And it's been a labor of love for you guys, hasn't it?
1: It really, really has. Um, We started in 2002. And uh, it's kind of been our baby. It's grown with us. We actually got married in 2003. So we've had the stations uh, a year longer, or at the station, I should say a year longer than we were married. So it's definitely a labor of love. It's our, it's our baby. And sometimes you just have to move along and let the babies go. So that's kind of where we're at right now.
0: With respect to the baby, now I understand there's a bit of a story there that uh, Norm pretty much strong-armed you up into Nipawin to take this project <laughs> on at the beginning. Can you walk us through how how he managed to uh, to get you there?
1: Yeah, uh, it, <laughs> that was uh, that was interesting for sure. We uh, we met online, and he the first time he actually came to see me. Of course, I was back then like. 20 years ago, it was Napster, LimeWire, all that kind of stuff. And I was playing around on that a lot. And uh, he saw that and he said, you know, I've always wanted to start a radio station. And I thought that was the wildest pickup line I'd ever heard. So (laughs) here I am. We, uh, between my music um, knowledge and his engineering knowledge, we put it together. And uh, we've been doing something right for about 20 years now. So
0: now you've decided at this juncture to start thinking about the exit from the business norm what what has brought you to this point um well i've uh, turned i just turned 65
2: i'm getting a little old to be uh, uh rushing out to the tower uh in emergencies uh, lightning storms and stuff like that and uh, i don't feel like uh, climbing the tower anymore either so i've had it for 20 years i told Trina we were going to be in it for 20 years and it's 20 years this year. So um, I better stick to my word. I'm
1: holding him to that.
0: You mentioned you started CJNE 20 years ago, but around the beginning of the pandemic, you guys kind of doubled down. Can you walk me through how that happened?
1: We did. We wanted to um, nail down all the demographics in the area. And uh, we did that with our core country station, which was, Gosh, it was right about a month before, at the end of January, right before the pandemic, we got uh, confirmation that our station was going on the air. We didn't actually hear from the CRTC. We got an email from the Pippen Engineering Group (laughs) congratulating us. But it's been quite a journey, of course, with COVID. But, you know, we've held our own and
2: we couldn't be more grateful
1: to the people of the area.
2: Well the people out here know that radio works like uh, especially with us covering all the demographics now uh, you know they they know that if they want uh, their business to thrive and to pick up uh, through uh, this pandemic and lockdowns and stuff like they had, uh, to get things rolling again. They know that uh, our advertising works for
0: them. And you've done the hard work. You've got the license, you've got the station on the air, you've done all the hard work and now it's a great time for someone to come in and and take that business to the next level. With that in mind, uh, talk to me about Nipawin and Northeast Saskatchewan. Paint a picture, if you will, of what it's like to live there
1: it's a beautiful place to live i'll just start off with that it's uh, right on the edge of the boreal forest and we're on two lakes uh, tobin lake and cadet lake the saskatchewan river system so much tourism here it's incredible with uh, miles and miles and miles kilometers of um, snowmobile trails in the winter and the fishing of course is second to none we have the ladies fish for freedom which is pretty much the only all-ladies fishing tournament that takes place here every year uh, in North America. And we have the Vanity Cup, which is huge. And uh, the Premier's Walleye Cup is also held here every summer. There's so much to see and do. It's so beautiful. Um, We have a new water treatment plant. We have a newly renovated swimming pool. We have Wapiti Ski Resort just up the road. Um, We have the Evergreen um,
2: yeah, Evergreen Center, big facility. Big
1: facility. They have pickleball, curling, uh, two beautiful golf courses here. You can look them up: uh, Rolling Pines and the Evergreen Golf Course. Nipwun Regional Park, of course, houses many many spots for for the summer tourists. We have the Mabel Hill Farmhouse Kitchen, which has been featured on the Saskatchewan Wanderer. They reopened the PA Pulp Mill as well.
2: Yep, another fifteen hundred jobs out in the area here. So. And over toward
1: the east, uh, logging and uh, peat moss in Carrot River. So there's tons of industry here. Um, there's lots to go on. Yeah, we
2: have a big uh, canola crushing plant here. Bungie is uh, huge in the area, uh, brings a lot of uh, people from uh, all over the province up here to sell their canola. And uh, farming is big up here. It's a very lucrative farming area.
1: We have a, a beautiful downtown core with a new town square. And beautiful for shopping, downtown Nipawan as well.
2: And we serve uh, three uh, large uh, uh, reservations as well, too. Cumberland House, Red Earth, and Shoal Lake, or they call Paco Lake as well, too. Uh, They bring in a lot of money into this
0: community. You paint a picture of uh, a veritable paradise up there. (laughs) It seems to me it would be great for families.
2: It is. It's a great place to raise your kids. If you're an outdoor enthusiast, it's great for hunting, fishing, Um, I'm into all that kind of stuff, snowmobiling, uh, hiking, uh, quadding, all kinds of things and boating. We got two big lakes up here.
0: When one thinks of that area, one thinks kind of well, in Saskatchewan in general of the the plains and the prairies, but in fact you're you're nestled right into a a forest there.
2: Yes, uh, we are uh, we're right on the edge of the boreal forest. Uh, if you go on the other side of Tolman Lake and you can walk right to Siberia there's no there's, there's another there's no other towns on the other side of that uh, We like to say we're not at the edge of the world, but you can see it from here.
0: Now, Norm, I want you to talk a little bit about the tech. You've managed to keep the footprint, uh, you know, in terms of a physical plant, really small. What can a new owner expect uh, to acquire in that respect? You, you've done a lot of stuff sort of remotely and, and leverage technology. Take me through that.
2: Yes, uh, we have. Uh, we've just upgraded all of our computers, uh, all of our software. We went to DJB automation software. Um, very easy for remote, uh, DJs. Uh, we do have a DJ in Alberta that, uh, he does the afternoon stuff. He just logs in on his own, does this thing. Uh, it can be easily done on both stations. Now, uh, we have a common library, common production, uh, to it all. And it's all accessible over the internet. Uh, and as far as, uh, the, uh, tower we're, uh, located, uh, Uh, just uh, four kilometers on the other side of the river system here, we do have uh, another site that we were going to go into. Currently, we do rent uh, from uh, an outfit and uh, we would like to have our own. And we would like to change polarity of the uh, 20 year old system. We'd like to go to vertical polarity as well when we do that to help uh, increase our coverage. Uh, We'd like to do that. But uh, if we Uh, do uh, uh, proceed with selling the station. The new owners can look at something like that or they can carry on with what we have. Uh, We do serve uh, the town of Nippon itself is 4,480 people and we do have uh, lots of acreages in smaller towns like Love, Garrick, Choice Land, Care River and all these communities around us which uh, makes our population that we serve up over 35,000 people uh, with the Uh, current system that we're serving here
0: in terms of the programming can you walk me through just uh, briefly about the storm and and core country and what you're doing there
1: the storm has we started off classic rock uh, golden oldies and then we kind of morphed into more of a some more of the newer um, artists and now we've kind of gone back we're kind of going with the hits from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, a- and oldies as well. It, it's kind of a mix. And, and, and of course, we can shuffle our library. They really enjoy the variety that we play. And, of course, with CITJ, we've gone with traditional country right up to the new stuff. So we've got a wide range of variety and something for everybody, really.
2: Being that we're a standalone radio station out here, we find that we have to play everything from Going back right to the 60s till quite current, uh, especially on the country station and on the uh, classic rock station, we uh, tended back more to the classic rock again because uh, it seemed like our audience was more in tune with that.
0: I can imagine your time spent listing is probably, if you were to measure, it would be through the roof.
1: What would you say, Norm, about 90% of the businesses in town have either core or the storm on their, in their stores.
2: Yeah. And same with, you know, uh, if I uh, go out to uh, one of my friends, uh, they listen right from some guys tell me they don't shut the radio off at all. It goes all day and night on our stations.
0: Operating a business is challenging, but at the same time, it's so rewarding. Can you tell me one of the most rewarding stories that you've had over the 20 years? What do you think of?
1: You know, I think of all the great people we've met. I've learned so much about the business end of the radio station. Um, just super proud of the fact that I've been able to keep everything in order for this long. One of my favorite things is working with our national accounts because you actually get to know the people that are buying the ads from you. You get to know them, you work closely with them. So yeah, I love my national accounts. Love the people that we've met. We've interviewed Don Heron, Eddie Shack.
2: Got to know uh,
1: Bobby Curtola. That was just amazing awesome. to meet Bobby Curtola. It's just, it's been a real ride. I feel like I really don't want to quit, but yet, you know, I see, I look forward and I see, you know what, there's a lot of other things that we want to do as well. And it's just time to let this part go and hand it over to somebody who will treat it with as much dignity and uh, respect and get as much out of it as we have over the 20 years. It's
2: been a real pleasure.
0: Can you describe the ideal buyer for the two stations?
2: Um, I would like to see it stay in private hands. Um, You know, like somebody who is already running one or two stations someplace. But, you know, it all depends on who they leave behind here to manage the place too, you know.
1: We just want somebody who will take the care that we have throughout the years and it is a wonderful place to raise a family like a young a young couple like we were a young couple once and and we had a wonderful living like we have a great living with both the stations and there's we have three schools here um endless possibilities for things for kids to do and just a great place to raise a family can't can't stress that enough it's
0: beautiful it's small and it's a great living norm same question for you what was the high point
2: the high point is getting the license and getting the second one too the highlight of that one was they considered nipwin as its own market now like before we were always kind of under an umbrella of the bigger broadcasters so that was kind of the highlight of the, my career is that we finally got recognized by the CRTCs uh, as our own market.
0: Norm, what's the greatest upside that you see uh, for the new buyers coming in?
2: Uh, the greatest upside would be we have not exploited the market because we're not real salespeople. I'm an engineer. Uh, my wife's uh, in trafficking. Uh, we are not into sales and promotions. And somebody who comes in here with a lot of good ideas, good marketing plan, probably can do a lot better than we did on sales. I'm happiest out at the tower uh, with my head inside of a transmitter, soldering away. Uh, I'm, you know, that's that's my uh, end of it. That's what I like.
0: Well, that's why the balance works, right, Trina? Exactly,
1: exactly, and that's why I love my national accounts, and I love the scheduling and. I love the music and I'd be more than happy to help uh, the lucky person that gets to come here and take over these uh, wonderful stations.
2: This is kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, um, I would say if a large uh, broadcaster bought these stations, uh, they would never come back on the market again. That would be it. a younger couple or or private uh, operator, a smaller operator, uh, could come in here, do the same as we do, hang around for 20 years, Radio stations do not come up for sale very often.
0: No, they do not. And it represents a real dream opportunity for somebody out there. Trina and Norma, I wish you nothing but the best and a really successful sale. Thanks for, for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Sean. Have a wonderful day.
0: If you're interested in this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, check out the links and digits below or call Norm Rudock directly at 306 862 One three nine five. That's 306-862-1395. I'm Sean Smith. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud.